everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Backbuilders Podcast. I'm your host, Forrest Munden. For those of you guys who are new here, some quick links to reference are my Patreon, where you could sign up for as little as $1 a month for exclusive podcast episodes. Just Google search Forrest Munden and Patreon, it'll pop right up. Secondly, I have my Instagram, which is Munden, M-U-N-D-E-N underscore Forrest with two R's. Also, you can follow me there. My podcast is available on all platforms, iTunes, Audible, Google, everything. Check it out. Glad to have you here. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Backbuilders podcast, an episode on gratitude today. I've been wanting to do this episode for a long time because I feel like it's important, not just because I think that we should be grateful just for being alive, even though I believe that we should, but because I think we have to make the distinction between what gratitude actually is and how it's been kind of um, monopolized by like these influencers and stuff like that. So, So I... I know in my life I have to practice gratitude more, not because I don't feel grateful for things, I do, but I want to make more of an effort to consciously feel grateful towards what I have. Now that can include just appreciating what you have rather than what you don't. And I know that sounds kind of like a platitude to a certain extent. Because, you know, you hear all these wise Eastern Buddhists, you know, philosophers or Stoics or whatever it is talking about, you know, if you focus too much on what you don't have, you attract more of what you don't have. It's um, like an energy transaction type of thing. You know, you think what you are, you think, you know, what you think is what you get. But I think what it comes down to is just expressing gratitude can be enacted upon in the most minuscule of ways it doesn't have to be big it doesn't have to be grandiose and i listen to like these cringe youtubers and instagram influencers quote influencers who talk about how they're like every morning i wake up and i look at the sun and i sit there cross-legged drinking quinton minerals while red lighting my butthole and i express gratitude to the infinity and beyond amen and i'm like jesus it's just like theatric at a certain point and it's a it's a little bit disingenuous now what i've come to notice in myself is that I like to express gratitude through intention and attention. And it was kind of like what I talked about in that episode. But when I'm, for example, now, like, keep in mind, I'm consciously trying to express gratitude more towards myself. I'm not openly doing it. I'm not flaunting it. I'm not showing it off because a lot of people, they wear gratitude like fashion, like a, like a jeweled necklace. But I like to show gratitude by when I'm cooking food, especially for my herb garden. And I think... I am so grateful to have the ability to be able to grow my own herbs and then be able to eat the uh, to eat the herbs. And I notice that when you show gratitude towards like the small things, like I'm glad I have the ability to run. I'm glad I have the ability to go to this gym. When you start kind of affirming the positive positives rather than affirming the negatives, you kind of feel like this positivity or like this energy gap within your life where 
you're attracting more things that are more beneficial to you. So an example of if you show ungratefulness or you're constantly affirming the negative, um, like let me give you an example. Instead of affirming the negative would be, I wish this basil was like bigger or I wish that I had a better pan or I need or I'm sad that my pumpkins aren't growing or whatever. It kind of like affirms the negative and takes away from what you have currently in the immediate moment. And often in like my life and probably a lot of your guys' lives, we get really caught up in affirming the negative and then we attract more of that negative energy or that chi or that vril or whatever you want to call it. But back to, you know, what I was talking about, cooking food and intention and attention showing gratitude towards like having the ability to eat healthy food because first of all it it nourishes your body it nourishes your mind it nourishes your spirit but secondly like you could easily be in a place to where you did not have that access to that good grocery store or that food or that clean water so just acknowledging the fact that first of all it could be worse you know and to be grateful for what you have now but also I noticed is that like one thing that I learned from gardening is that when I express gratitude towards my garden, it makes my food taste so much better because I'm just giving it attention. And when you pay attention to like the small things, like when you pick your basil or your cilantro or when you, um, you know, train jujitsu with some friends or when you go on that motorcycle ride or no matter what it is, when you like really pay attention, you start to look around at the fine details in life, when you show gratitude gratitude towards being able to even perceive those details life gets a lot tastier it gets a lot more potent it increases its uh brightness its saturation if you will but i've noticed that when i go out there and i mix you know attention with gratitude towards like my tomato plant i sit there and i look at my tomato plant which is it's really awe-inspiring to watch a tomato plant grow because it's so bushy and it's so strong and like prickly and the leaves are so bright green and it retains water super super well and gives you tons of fruits and i've always thought about how interesting it was since i started growing tomatoes which i'm getting tomatoes every day now how grateful the tomato feels whenever i'm watering and i know that sounds cliche or we're kind of like hippie-ish but i feel like i get very grateful my perception of the tomato plant is that it's very grateful for the water that it receives and it sits there in silence and it produces fruit and this fruit contains you know these amazing micronutrients and the structured water that's held within the fruit that i think that <laughs> in a weird way we got to be more like the tomato in life where we sit there and we succeed in the sun and we replenish those around us with nutrients and you know hydration and vitality whatever you want to call it um, but I sit there and I appreciate my tomato plant for what it is and what it gives me, but also what it, what I give it back, which is, you know, it's, it's life. And I think that I'm starting to really understand, I mean, thoroughly understand the exchange of energy that takes place within the universe. And I've always kind of talked about it, but I don't know if I fully understood it. And I'm reading this book called Energy Levels. It's a, it's a pretty good book. Um, I think that the author, you know, he said that he was non-political in the book, of course. He said he was not a conservative and he wasn't, you know, a liberal or he wasn't a progressive. But he's clearly more on the 
liberal side, but whatever. It's a good book, and he talks about how how there's different levels of reality that take. Sorry, if I was shaking the microphone, I was kind of shaking my leg as I was thinking. But there's different levels of reality. There's different levels of um, energy, and each one of us are tapped into these different energy fields. And he talks about how. Like crackheads and bums are very low energy. And it's just a measurement where you are on the consciousness scale. He's not the only one that's ever done this. It's been done tons of times. But he talks about how bums and crackheads and like homeless people and, you know, homeless schizophrenic people. Like I'm talking the alcoholics and the druggies and the criminals that you see on the side of the road or in like those ghetto hotels. And he talks about how they're on a really, really low level of energy. And how their world is different. It's not just that they're living in your world and like they've made bad choices. Yeah, that's a certain aspect of it. But they are physically and mentally and spiritually, especially especially spiritually, in that other world. And it, we can we can kind of empathize with those people a little bit, and we could kind of put ourselves in their shoes and think, I've been in a very low point in my life to where I realized that I was at a very low energy level, and it's not just it's it's it doesn't feel like just your body changes yes you grow more uncomfortable because you're like dehydrated and you're not eating properly and you're not taking care of your body and your brain is altered but like spiritually you descend into a lower place and then your perception of the world and your perception truly is your reality your perception of the world completely starts to change but also the energy that you attract starts to change and you notice that when you're in this really low place or this negative mindset where you're not showing gratitude you're unhealthy you know you're not drinking water you're drinking a lot of alcohol you're doing drugs or smoking a lot staying up late no matter what it is is that after like the third day you start really attracting what you're thinking and what you're doing so if you're operating on a very low energy level like binge drinking right you're on day three or four and it gets harder and harder for you to control your emotions and your anger you're going to start attracting that same energy and, and i'm using energy as like a phrase here it's a placeholder you can call it whatever the hell i whatever the hell you want i don't care some people call it vril some people call it chi some people call it karma i'm calling it energy for the sake of this episode but the more of how you interact with this like energetic force within the universe it always comes back to you and sometimes it comes back to you in a double so it's like you have these homeless people or you have these crackheads or these like really genuinely like stuck people who they're in a completely different universe a completely different universe and then I notice that when you start to you know I'll, I'm not gonna give away the whole book if you want it's called energy levels it's very expensive on paperback but it's a cheap audiobook um, but anyways as you ascend in consciousness levels in essentially in um, points or uh, energy levels whatever you want to call it you like I said you start attracting what you think but you also start attracting how you act upon the world and how you perceive it so the theory is is that if i start expressing more gratitude towards other people but genuine gratitude like i am grateful to have you as an audience i am grateful to have you as a listener listening to my podcast i'm grateful for my parents i'm grateful for my siblings i'm grateful for my cat you know girlfriend grandma no matter what it is when you show genuine gratitude when you give it genuine attention you start really attracting that energy back and people start to notice and then they want to do good things for you. They want to, you know, be your friend. They want to help you out. And same with the opposite. We've all been in a point in our lives where, 
you know, we're pissed off or whatever we're in for days or months or even weeks at a time. And we start like being like, why, why am I getting these flat tires? Why is my boss being angry at me? You know, why are these people treating me like this? You know, the universe can sense that it's like an aroma. It's like a smell on you. And you notice that when you're at times, just to sidetrack a little here, there's been times in my life where I've been just a, a very anxious person or like I've given off the perception of weakness. And we know people who give off chronic weakness vibes or energy or the, the aroma of them is just overall weak through body language and posture, whatever it is, you know, physiognomy, but they're always taken advantage of by the universe and other people. That's because they're giving off the perception that, and they're attracting their vulnerability or like, you know, it just opens them for attack. But anyways, so I, did, did a little experiment over the last three days and I've noticed that I haven't really been expressing gratitude for for what I currently have in my life and I've noticed that it's like I have a house I live up in the mountains you know I have a really good thing going for me with like my patreon on my podcast and you know I have a really good group of friends and a community around me I got a healthy family I'm healthy myself it's like I have all these super great things but then I'm like so stuck on the idea of wanting to get out of California and move to Idaho and it's like I'm I was focusing more on the void what I don't have I was focusing more on the lacking aspect of myself the um perceived lacking and every time I would like go out there and pick my tomatoes instead of being in the moment picking my tomatoes or picking my basil or you know looking at my corn and my pumpkins I'll be like damn this would be so much better if I only had like an acre or two instead of this tiny backyard instead of like focusing on what I actually have in that current moment it's very twisted and inverted way of looking at the world but I've been just showing more gratitude towards people um, often I'll get really caught up in myself and then like not only that but the perception of myself and i get too stiff and i get a little bit too serious and i forget to kind of like relax a little bit and there's a time and a place where you should be tense and and you know explosive but not all the time it gets a little exhausting and you start losing sight of the world and like who you are and same thing with any frame of mind that you're in for too long you have to kind of shift between your archetypes um, you can't stay in any one two place spiritually for too long. You got to get out of it. You got to rest. You got to explode. You got to, you know, keep going. You got to think. You got to ponder. You got to feel. There's a time and a place for everything. You're supposed to integrate between these archetypes. But I was decided to show, actively show more gratitude towards, for example, my audience. And I started sending messages to people, you know, saying, hey, I'm glad that you follow me or I appreciate you for this or I appreciate that or just sending out a general message even a post to my audience saying you know I'm grateful for all of you guys I did that yesterday and um, po po posting a little bit more wholesome content and less posting about like black pill stuff like ob morbidly obese people you know talking about fat shaming or whatever it is they're talking about like really trying to get that negative energy out of my life like I said there's a time and a place to focus on that and I think that we should pay attention to what's happening in our culture and our society and stuff like that, which is inherently negative. But you can always take that aspect of whatever it is negative and and show an alternative. You know, show an alternative to that that negative mental space that a lot of us are in, and show a different way out. But anyways, thing the thing that I wanted to say is that. Um, 
So I decide to express more gratitude and sure enough, it's like I get a few new patrons and my telegram goes up, my followers go up, I just break 4K. You know, people are more responsive. They're more, um, they're giving me more feedback, leaving me reviews on, you know, my, 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 my podcast, my iTunes. And it's like, all it had to take was a quick mental shift of thoroughly attracting, you know, better energies, better chi, better vril, and really manifesting this. And I already know, and you guys probably know that I thoroughly believe in manifesting realities. And I've done it multiple times over probably long periods of time, but manifesting nonetheless. And it's like you can apply the same logic of energy to other aspects. It's like gratitude. Okay, great. Now, somehow figure out how to take that same energy and apply it to like attracting wealth. Not just riches, but wealth. And what does wealth look like to you? What does wealth look like to me? Well, wealth to me looks like land. It looks like not having to check the gas prices and like not having to worry about your bank account before, you know, you go grocery shopping or whatever it is. But like you can apply that same intention and attention and um, manifestation towards wealth. And I know this because there's been periods in my life where I was genuinely so poor, shockingly poor. I'm talking $4 in my bank account. And when I really sit down and I think about ways to attract wealth, I didn't really know it at the time, but when I thought about, okay, I need to make money. How do I make money? And I start doing certain things. I'm thinking about money. I'm thinking about acquiring more money. And what I'm doing is I'm manifesting. I didn't know this at the time. This was years ago. I'm in a different headspace now. But if I were to sit down today, and I do this every day, and I think about acquiring wealth, I think about acquiring knowledge, and I envision and on how that looks like within my own mind, the universe, and I, I'm trying to say this in the least cheesy way possible, but just try to keep an open mind on this because the world is a mystical place. If I sit there and I think about manifesting wealth, if I think about attracting more money, attracting uh, more positive things, if I show more gratitude, if I ask the universe, if I ask God or your gods genuinely, how can I be a better person? How can I make more money? How can I be more prosperous? Or rather, you ask the question to the universe or to your God from like a less less selfish point of view. It's like, you know, God, you can say a prayer at night or whatever it is. God, I would really like to make more money so that I can move my family out of California. That's a really good way of phrasing it. So that way you're not coming off as needy and you're not coming off as like desperate and from a place of lacking. But you say, you say to the higher power, to the divine, God, I am very grateful for what I have currently. I'm very grateful for what you've given me. However, I would love to be able to get my family to a place that is has acreage and land and it's free of chemicals and toxins and stuff like that. And when you really thoroughly break it down and you you become a little bit more humble, you notice that the universe will kind of open doors for you that previously weren't there. But instead, if you want to approach life and God or the gods or the divine, the numinos from like an aspect of like, I don't really need you. But if you were to help, that would be great. That's just going to get you spanked and you're going to be taught a lot of lessons. But if you understand that you are merely a mortal being operating within a mesical, sorry, a metaphysical being operating within a physical realm, when you understand that you're very magical, 
you're very mystical you have an immense amount of inner power when you understand that and you're able to kind of harness that energy that acknowledgement and use it for the future even the idea of being able to manipulate the future is an astounding fact you know what is manipulation of the future if not manifesting there's been countless times in your life that i'm sure that you've wanted something very very badly whether it's that girl or that car or that house or that job and you thought about it so deeply and you put all of your attention towards that aspect of whatever that is and you acquired it and when you acquired it you're like oh i got it no matter what you thought of you know no matter what your thought is after you get it maybe you didn't like it as much as you thought you did or maybe you got bored of it very quickly but no matter what you've manifested that object or that state of being um, same thing that I've always thought of this kind of in the same way but how insane is it that you can actually visualize your body how you want your body to be formed I remember when I first started getting into bodybuilding when I first started getting into lifting I visualized every single day I manifested every single day before I went to the gym I wanted um, cut deltoids. I wanted triceps that looked like this. I wanted striations in my chest and in my shoulders. I wanted traps that arose at a certain way. And I envisioned that aspect of myself. And physically, my body expanded to meet that vision. And that same logic of bodybuilding can be visually seen within anything else that has to come that has to do with manifestation or projection or energies. Very fascinating stuff and very magical, very magical indeed. But anyways, I feel like I'm, that's a good place to end this episode here. But I guess just a reminder to show genuine gratitude um, towards the things that you have in your life rather than showing disapproval or disdain for what you don't have or feeling a, a desperate clinginess to it. And don't be afraid to ask your God or gods or the universe uh, to have your needs met because at the end of the day, you are a human and we do have needs and we do have desires. But I feel like if you ask the higher power for those needs to be met from a true place of humility and a desire for not that object, but rather growth and uh, you know vitality, I feel like those needs will be met. And if not, so be it. Have a fantastic Monday, guys. I'll see you for the next episode.